The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 57, in the air tonight. Hello. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. You sing that song about Sue Morgan song all, all night. How you doing? I'm bloody knackered. Oh dear, why is, why is that? I've been running around like headless bloody chicken today. Doing what though? What have you been up to? I've been up to see his... Uh, new place that he uh, potentially could be moving into in the next couple of weeks. This is Billy because he's moving from where he currently lives in Mansell Woodhouse. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not too sure. He's, he's having uh, second thoughts, but... Really? It, it'll be sorted out, yeah. He's getting cold feet, is he? Yeah, a bit cold feet. Don't get me wrong, it's quiet, but I don't think it's going to be suitable really right because he was he wanted let's get this right so there was the idea was to move from Mansell Woodhouse to Oak Tree Mm -hmm. and you're saying he may not now be moving wow well I don't know at the moment if he can stay where he is uh, because they're doing these flats up next year earlier next year and uh, it's because there's no buses and you can't have no overnight stays anybody can't stay overnight with him and uh, he's getting a bit I think he's getting a bit weary and a bit panicky, so I do feel for him. Right, so can he back out now? Uh, I'm hoping so. All right, goodness gracious. He's in a, he's... It's in the arms of the, his landlords. All right, I was going to say, it was in the lap of the gods, but no, the landlords, they've got to make the decision on it. Well, there we go, you see, this well, is it. Well, it should be, it should be, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to know that. I'm going to do the so I'm stopping where I am. Okay, well, I hope I hope you get what you want, man. That's the main thing. As long as you get yeah. what you want, that's the main thing. So, just say I want to stay and see what they can do for you. It is a spin around, isn't it, Sue? It is a spin around. It's just been a tiring day, and uh, Michael came up with me as well to see what the place were like. Okay. I wouldn't say creepy, but it's quiet. Maybe it's because um, Halloween's on the way. That's the reason why you felt that it was yeah, creepy. It could be. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, I, I'm sure it'll be sorted. Are you a ghost? Am I a ghost? Ooh. No, I'm not a ghost. I'm a real I'm a real live boy, as uh, Pinocchio would say. You're a real person. I'm a real boy. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you excited for Halloween, Sue? Excited, oh yeah. I love a bit of trick and treating, I do. Do you actually go out and trick or treat then? Or do you... I was like, hey, I've grown out of that years ago. So you... you... Go on. Stop that. I've got all the sweeties and the lollipops for the kiddies what want to come and try tricking me. Right, wow, brilliant, awesome. But you know, there's no such thing as a trick. These, I know you say trick or treat, but normally you, you're giving treats, aren't you? Yeah. So there's no tricking. I could give Lucy's treats. Well, no, I'm not giving them Lucy's No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> They're Lucy's. Lucy'd be really yeah, annoyed Lucy, about that. Lucy's possession. Exactly, exactly. So what have I got to tell you? You know, last week I was telling you that I had sort of tried to give up the chocolate. I can tell you I'm back on the chocolate. You're back on it. Well, I mean, you didn't lose no weight, did you? Didn't lose any weight off the chocolate, and I thought, you know what, I needed it this week. So, yeah, I've had um, the 12 bites have been back, and before this, this phone call, some Maltesers. My yeah. favourite thing is melting your gob. They do, and um, I've had a bar of chocolate today. In your bottom, mate. I've had an hero. As soon as bar on it doesn't work like that, does it? I, I think one little chocolate is fine. One little bar. Or you say it's a big bar. How big? Oh well, yeah. How big? Uh, the biggest. You, well, not not big, big, but you get about. 15 squares to it. That's good. Well, I've just eaten a whole box of Maltesers. I don't know how many Maltesers you get in these things. Well, you're not going to stick there and calm them, are you? You 
stick them in your gob. I can, I can pull about six in my gob all in one go. Well, it says here portions per pack three. So I've had three portions. So that's uh, that's a bit naughty. Um, yeah, so that's been happening. And yeah, it's, I suppose we should do some Sue's headlines. And I've got some brilliant stories oh, that's um, cool. to run past you today. So let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Right, okay, first one is about tea. Do you do you drink tea? Do you have a cuppa? I used to love tea, but I'm a coffee person, but I do have the odd cup of tea. You know, if I'm if I've got if I'm uh, a little bit sweaty and that, uh, tea is supposed to cool you down. Mm-hmm. But I don't drink as much as I used to. No how way. how would you take your tea if you were to have it to cool you down? Put the tea bag. I know you're supposed to put the hot, well, boiling hot water before and then put your milk bar, do it all the way round. I put them in the tea bag, the milk, the sugar, and then put the boiling water and then just stir it till I can get it the colour that I want it. Dump the tea bag and drink it. So what 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 colour would you say that you have it? Are you Is it strong not or is weak, it weak? Well, not strong, just... Um, medium. Somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Well, th- this story is, a strong builder's brew with a splash of milk and no sugar is how most tea drinkers prefer their cuppa, a survey found. Obviously, you like a bit of sugar in yours. Well, if sweetness if I've got them. Right. The poll of 2,000 people found English breakfast is still the most popular sort of tea, but green tea and herbal varieties are growing in popularity, with the most sought after being mint, lemon and ginger flavours. 46% told one poll they can imagine going a whole day without a cuppa and 39% said it can significantly improve their mood. I used to, I've not had any I, I stopped drinking tea and coffee and caffeine so Coca-Cola and stuff like that and Red Bull back in 2010 so I've now gone 11 years without having tea or coffee wow. so but I used to love a cup of tea and I was a big fan of it being quite strong actually quite strong and one sugar but not a crazy sugar you know not like not like it's um, like a, a heap in there sort of a flat sugar in there yeah. and some milk and that would suit me nice just talking about it now is bringing back all the memories of the days when I was a tea drinker on to the next one now this is kind of shocking this apparently the days of the old greasy spoon fry up are numbered Sue are they? Yeah. Apparently, the greasy spoon fry-up is sliding towards extinction because customers are demanding healthier meals. What? We won't be able to get an English breakfast? Don't be ridiculous. If I'm ever in a situation where I can have an English breakfast and, you know, the wind's blowing in the right direction, I'll always take an English breakfast over, yeah, over a piece lovely. of toast. Yeah. Oh, love Best it. Meal at day English breakfast. So the, the mega breakfast here, would you have this? Nine pounds this. Are you ready? Two yeah. eggs, two bacon, yeah. two sausages, two black puddings... Two hash browns, two sliced tomatoes, fried mushrooms, toast, chips and beans. <laughs> Nine pounds for that. Sounds good, doesn't it? Nine quid. Oh, my goodness gracious. They used to have a cafe in the, uh, one of the industrial estates called the Hard Cock Cafe. I don't know if you can remember it. Yeah, I do. Ago. I remember it, yeah. And their breakfasts were delicious. Me and our Andy used to go up there once every week. And yeah, this it was called the Hard, hard Cock Cafe. One it? it was called the Hard Cock Cafe, and it had like a sort of a boxing cockerel was the emblem, wasn't it? Sort of like a yeah. tough cockerel. I think they actually changed their name to Tom, Dick, and Harriet's or something like that because people were sort of complaining a little bit about the name of it. But yes, I, I do remember that. Um, I, I love a fry up every now and again, not every day, not every day. No, just one hour, one hour and again. My mate lives in South London and he lives across the road from a greasy spoon 
And uh, whenever I go down and visit him, which isn't very often, and I've not been for many years actually, always used to pop over there and have uh, fried slice and your English breakfast. Very nice in the morning. Very good for soaking up alcohol if you've been out having a few G&Ts and what have you. But yeah, I don't like the idea of the um, fry up being uh, off the menu. That sounds kind of scary. You know, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be England if we didn't have an English breakfast, right? It wouldn't, would it? No, no, exactly. So um, it says uh, the calorie laden grub is said to be on its way out because of the post pandemic health kick. It's forced one traditional cafe's owner to go up market to keep in step with the trend. So the trendy breakfast is this, right? So I've already given you the mega breakfast, which is nine pounds. This is the trendy mm-hmm. breakfast. You tell me which one you prefer. This is six pounds. Here we go. Halloumi salad with halloumi, olives, lettuce, leaves, secret dressing, grated carrots and tomatoes, or the mega breakfast, two eggs, two bacon, two sausages, two black pudding. Mega breakfast. uh, Every time. Every time. With... Knobs on. And what was it? Is it is it um, red sauce, brown sauce for you, Sue? Brown sauce. Brown sauce. I'm a red sauce man myself. What what are you, Billy? Are you a red sauce or a brown sauce boy? Red sauce. He's a red sauce man. He's a red sauce man. You're Michael. Uh, Michael, he's red and all. Red, yeah. Can't, oh, my old man was just man. He was just his camp. He was so bloody trousers. And he lived in the council flat. Super stuff. Uh, right, okay, on to a bit of, bit of Lonnie Donegan there for you on the Sue Morgan podcast this week. And then the final story today, Sue, and this is the big one. This is the biggie. Whopper. Sorry? It's a whopper. This is a whopper. This is my question to you, Sue. Who do you think would be the stinkiest rock star? Who do you think oh, would be the, I don't know. the smelliest rock star? A rock star that has shitty said. Is it Rocco? Is it who? You know what I mean, Rocco? He's a bloody welly war wrestler. No, 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 I understand what you're saying there about a rock star who may have sold himself. But no, like, like name a rock star. Obviously, you know lots of pop stars and musicians. Out of all the musicians you know, who would you have down as possibly being the smelliest one? I don't know. I, I have a think about it. For me, I would say, possibly, I'm not saying this is definite, that maybe Meatloaf might be a little bit stinky because he's very, you know, he's on stage and he's running about and he's doing that. He's put, he's got a bit of timber. Mm. Well, he used to have a bit of timber. Sweating, obviously, the armpits. I would say he might be in the top ten sweatiest he pop stars. Be. Go on, name somebody, So who you think might be... Um, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Why do you say Ozzy Osbourne? I don't know. Just think he's he looks... mad and he's he crazy. Looks it? like he wouldn't he's wash. He's probably jumping all over the shop. Yeah. Do you think he'd have showers, though? He probably would, wouldn't he, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> if he were sober enough to get in shower. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's. I think he's straight now, isn't he? I think. I don't know. Okay, look, this is the story. Karen! <laughs> Hello, Ozzy. Nice to have you on the podcast. Right, look, this is the story here, and this is gonna this is gonna blow your mind. The headline is: I can feel him humming in the air tonight. Phil Collins. Yeah, listen to this. This is all alleged, by the way. Phil Collins will be quizzed under oath over claims that he did not shower or brush his teeth for a year, Sue. Oh, my God. <laughs> the In The Air Tonight singer, 70, is to be questioned by his ex-wife's lawyers. Jewelry designer, I think it's Orianne Bates, 47, is suing him for half of their former Miami home. A judge in Los Angeles this week rejected Phil's bid to have the case dismissed. He will now be quizzed in a filmed deposition. Orianne's lawyer, Richard Wolfe, added, I anticipate 
his disposition sometime in December after his tour, because he's currently touring, isn't he? With um, with uh, they're back together again. What's what's the name of his band? Phil Collins's band. He was in a band. Genesis. Wasn't, that's it. Genesis. Genesis. He's currently touring. Oriane, who has two sons with Phil, has alleged that he abused alcohol and prescription medication, did not brush his teeth, stopped showering, and was abusive and incapable of having sex. You wouldn't want to have sex with somebody if they weren't showering, though, would you? No, no way. Phil's lawyers call the claims scandalous, scurrilous, unethical, and for the most part, patently false and grossly exaggerated and totally immaterial to the to the dispute over the house. So there we go. So we don't know whether it's actually true or not, but you, you wouldn't... Did, Phil Collins didn't pop into your head as maybe being the grubbiest pop star, did he? Uh, no. You wouldn't no. think... You, you'd think I he was well showered. I used to we a duo years ago in the 80s, and it was um, one of Phil Collins' uh, cousins yeah. who used to play the drums. Right, you used to sing with them, did you? Well, they used to back me up at Butlins years ago where you could get up and sing on the song, if you know what I mean. Did Phil ever go to one of your at gigs? No, we didn't, unfortunately. You might have been able to tell he was there without seeing him, if he is such a, a stinko. I doubt that's true. People say things, don't they, when they're getting divorced that um, they try and sort of pin things on people, but that sounds outrageous. Somebody not cleaning their teeth for a year. Oh, God. Hmm. Well, but- I ain't got many teeth. No, but I bet you still, every now and again, give him a little brush. Do I ever lie? No, you don't. Oh, my goodness. And you smoke as well, Sue. You're just as bad as... You're just as bad, allegedly, as Phil Collins. I'm just about as bad, but he's got some teeth left. I suppose I'm bloody Well, we now know the reason why you've not got any teeth, because you didn't brush them. Not regular, they used to bleed. Well, that's called gum disease, isn't it? Because you weren't... Yeah. You need. You, look, I went to the dentist today, right? And I've got to have a couple of fillings. Let's get you some dentures. Get you a full set of dentures again. <laughs> Will you lend um, Sue... <laughs> oh, Looted is up a few years ago. <laughs> uh, Billy, <laughs> no set of teeth. Billy, will Not you l- will you lend Sue your teeth? No, no, teeth. no, I won't. He says. I never want teeth for a long while. And when I'm last year, I was whistling, and nobody ever ever heard me whistle like whistling on teeth for hours. You can whistle with with the teeth in or without the teeth in. With my new teeth. With your teeth in. There you go. You we're missing out on all this whistling because you won't put the teeth in. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost surprised I've been whistling. We could have had a whistling <laughs> whistling episode of the Sue Morgan podcast. Before we move on, we need to say that obviously that's all alleged, and um, I've got a sneaky suspicion that Phil Collins does shower, does bath, does clean his teeth, and it's actually I would say, looking at his picture here, I'd say that he is uh, probably smells. Of, I don't know, what's the aftershave that uh, everybody used to have back in the day? Old oh. Spice, Old Spice. Yeah, it yeah. probably smells of Old Spice and all things nice. There we go. I think we've said that just to cover our backs there. That's all just a just a thing that's going off in the courts at the moment. Now, uh, Sue, this weekend the clocks are going back. I know they are. You've got to get an extra hour in bed. Ooh, what am I going to do with that extra hour in bed? Probably probably well, sleep. I can gear well, it's a bit rude, really, can't you? You can play with your middle wicket for a fight, you know, give yourself a man job. What, for an egg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. I think I'm just going to get the sleep, uh, Sue. Uh, no, I'm not doing that, Sue. Uh, what are you going to do with your extra hour? I'm going to sleep it. What do you think? Yeah, Sue, so basically we are doing a service here on the Sue Morgan podcast. If you're listening to this on Saturday, the... 30th of October 2021 before you go to bed tonight put your clocks back an hour there we go mm. 
And Sue says, do it, don't you, Sue? Oh, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do you it. might turn up at church. Early. Mm. You might turn up at church early if you don't do it. Or you don't realise that you haven't changed the clocks and you don't bump into anybody who goes, oh, what time is it? And on Monday morning, you go to work early, a whole extra hour at work because you didn't The employees would love that. They would do. They would do. But you could you could just you could just twiddle your thumbs and have cups of tea until it was time to start work, I suppose. Yeah. I'm I'm in a Christmas karaoke. I think the plan is all being well. In fact, let's look at the dates here now while I've got the computer up in front of me. There's another story about a chip that I want to quickly mention before we disappear. Okay, so we're not going to the karaoke next Friday because it's Friday the 5th of November and it's bonfire night you're looking after Lucy and Mm -hmm. I am going to eat mushy peas until I am blue in the face sorry green in the face maybe might be doing that the 3rd day of December which is the 3rd of December is a Friday so the plan is that we will go to a Christmas karaoke and I am hoping to sing a Christmas song at the Christmas karaoke I don't know which one it's going to be yet I've got to think about it so, because you don't often on a karaoke sing Christmas songs, do you? But that's the perfect time to do it at Christmas. Sing Christmas karaoke songs. Simple as that. Yep, I'll do me and I'll do one. I'll, 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 I'll do Christmas. We could do me and you, Sue, together. Fairy tale of New York, couldn't we? Oh yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Me and you together. We'll write that down. Yeah. Anyway, we're not there quite yet because obviously we've got the clocks going back, we've got Halloween and then it will be bonfire night and then next time around we're going to be there. CJ the DJ is not going to know what to do with himself without you guys. Oh, he's going to be twiddling his It's going to be, well, I don't think so. It was very... It was very busy though last time around, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll have enough singers on there. Oh, there'll be plenty of singers. I'm sure that um, my mate Rob will be there as well. Oh yeah, the story about the chip, should we do that? Should we do the chip story? Yeah, the chip shop. It's not a chip shop chip, actually. It's actually about a chip that was discovered in a Weatherspoons. When I say discovered, he ordered some food and some chips arrived. And there's a bit of controversy surrounding this chip, actually, because um, it was in the papers today. And it was this guy was like saying, I have got the longest ever chip, 18.5 inches long monster chip, the biggest chip, the world's longest chip, they're describing it as, that I got in a pub in Wales one of the Weatherspoons pubs when I ordered some chips, right? Okay, so yeah. there's a picture of the chip and he's in the papers saying this, look at my chip. But there's been a lot of debate as to whether the chip was not that long really and basically the mega chip was fabricated by the use of Photoshop and by sleight of hand because the picture of him holding the chip up could suggest he's got two fingers over the middle of the chip that he's actually holding two chips together, one at the top, one at the bottom, making it look like a long chip but actually it's a duo of chips working as one to make it look like the world's longest chip so there's a lot of lot of upset and then the then the picture of it on the plate looks like it's been photoshopped so there's people going nuts and they are literally pointing fingers at this chip man saying that he is a fraud and do you know what one said i call bullshit somebody called bullshit so it's not the world's longest chip fraudulent people are saying Look at the finger placement. People are going wild about this story, Sue. What do you reckon's happening here? I have no idea. It's just a world going crazy. It's just a chip, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah, just You a know, chip. don't... Come on, get a life. Get a life. T- get that Gordon chip off your shoulder. So there we go. Was it, was it the world's longest chip or was it a hoax? We will never it know. It was a chuffing hoax. You think it was a hoax, do you now? 
Yeah. I'm starting to think so, looking at these pictures. This guy should be ashamed of himself. Should be. What's this guy's name? Sam Mumford. Took to Facebook to share images of what he claimed to be the world's largest chip. However, Weatherspoon's chip aficionados did not believe the 18.5-inch Whopper was real. And it's been rubbished by angry sceptics, the story, but it was in the, it was in all the papers. It was in the papers this morning. I saw it. I saw it. So there we go. And on that bombshell, on that chip controversy, it's time for the end of, of today's Sue Morgan podcast. Sue, it's been lovely. Oh, bless why have I, you sound like you've got a frog in your throat to be honest <laughs> you with you got mate you've a blooming frog in your throat Bill you, you sound like you sound like he's having a bleeding orgasm it, does it is that how yeah, people sound when they're having an <laughs> orgasm he sounds like he's been chewing gravel that's what he sounds like tonight <laughs> where, where have you been I've been I've been chewing. having a humbug sweet you've been having a humbug sweet right okay fair dues look have a great week guys yeah, same to you lot. I'm going to read you that thing, Ken Walton. I don't know what you're talking about. Ken Walton was a wrestling commentator who's now departed. He used to say, I'm going to read you that thing, Ken Walton. He used to say, I'm a good until next week. There we go. And on those words from Jim Walton, the famous dead wrestling commentator... Ken Walton. He was the compere of wrestling. He wasn't a compere. He was a... He was commentator. a commentator. What's his name? Kent, as in as Kent, in the K E N T. Kent Walton. Kent, as in Kent. Not Brent. Walton. No, not Brent. No Brent. No, not Brent. The dear departed wrestling commentator Kent Walton said this. Sue. Have a good until next week. Take care, Sue. Take care, Billy. Yeah, fine. Take care, Watkow. You You was lovely. Bye. 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 See you later. Bye.